This essay was written on January 3, 2017, and is number three in a series of 20 essays called Diagnosed Mortal. Filthy Lucre and the Scam 18 more days to live and I need to do banking today. It is the first banking day in 2017. I tossed the one nickel of the two that I had to rub together last night to a troubadour online. This donation somehow allows me, in my mind, some grace from my other more serious monetary transgressions that I regularly commit. I confess here that I am bad with money. Besides sex, money has been the biggest bane to my existence. I never did ordinary with either. More often than not, they did me. If I had a spouse, one of us would be dead and buried in the backyard due to deception or overspending. I have thought a lot about money over my life. I understood it as being central to my well-being growing up. That was my orientation, anyway. I was assured that all would be well as long as I had a few bucks. So taking this as true, I spent a goodly amount of my life trying to acquire some of it and spend it. I was always hoping to be wise about it and pay my expenses first, and I did that for the most part. But it soon became clear that there was something else going on with money. I noticed the more I made, the more I would spend. Something inevitable would come up to take any extra if I somehow unexpectedly had a windfall. I would rise to the unexpected expense, confused but relieved that I had the dough. Likewise, if I got a raise in pay, somehow I became even more embedded into making and spending even more money. How is it that happens, I wondered. I also became increasingly stressed about it as I aged. I remember thinking back in the 80s that money must have an inherent power. I was on the verge of understanding how I gave it power because it really did dictate how I was in the world and how I felt about life. Case in point, payday. What worker does not feel somewhat redeemed, empowered, and justified in their existence when they first retrieve their paycheck? No matter what the reality or conflict is regarding how the pay is acquired before the dough is handed over, there is, for the briefest second at least, a sense of justification and, albeit ridiculous, hope. How odd. I did not, at that time, spend a lot of time brooding about it, even though I realize in hindsight the subject begged my attention then. I didn't have what I needed to figure it out at the time. There is much that I admittedly do not understand about finance and economics. This is just me reflecting on my own experience. Now here it is, 2017, I'm 63 years old. Everything in the world has a mouth, and all of what I do in living as a consumer is so much like a South Beach diet. Protein good, carbs bad. 
low rent good, fancy coat bad. Years of decisions regarding how I have made money have played themselves out to this sort of cozy, poverty-level existence anchored in a creative frugality that I have designed. It seems to me I reflect the average aging American worker. I approach money now like I approach living and personal space. I keep everything small so it's manageable. If I try to live on anything smaller, I will be living in a van down by the river. So, in light of my demise on the 20th, here is my parting shot about money. It is an unsustainable exchange currently, and this is why. People are waking up to the fact that money is an idea. Money in human form is an energy we cultivate and share. We involve ourselves in an energy exchange in relationships with people. Money and striving for financial gain working for others is a scam. It permits people to be managed and promotes indentured servitude. People my age bought into this system, but the younger Americans, with their reluctant work ethic, are not so gullible. I wouldn't, as an elder, be so self-righteous regarding taunting our superior work ethic and judge youth harshly. They are, in fact, the cavalry rushing in. Had we been paying more attention to the media pulling our strings for the last 50 years and reacted appropriately, we would not be staring at a straw boss such as the President of the United States that we have today. The appropriate response to you're fired should have been hallelujah. Perhaps we could stop patting ourselves on the back regarding our work ethic and own up to being patsies, being part of the problem, and listen. Consider supporting what our young are relating here in not wanting to participate, getting low wages that do not even allow support of a roof over their heads. These are children born with a strong sense of self, and they don't want to be minions. Why should they have to? What they do have to do is create a better way to exchange goods and services, and I think they will. At some point, people are going to burst the bubble of the status quo, and a new type of exchange will prevail. Unfortunately, capitalism is an addictive drug. Payday carries with it an opioid response, and it has permeated most of civilization at this point. The withdrawal from the existing system of exchange may not be pretty or swift, but it will be welcome. It will provide a new liberation for human beings to be more creative and vital in the world with the energy that we once spent entirely on making money for others with little compensation. I look forward to a more equitable exchange for goods and services to be created for my grandchildren. Please bring it to them. Thank you for listening. This audio file is an addendum to a blog post entitled Filthy Lucre and the Scam and can be found at 
allthedifferentways.com. 